1: Hi, then, welcome to episode 103 of the ADHD oh. Adults podcast. I've packed on enough mass to clearly be the Mac in this gang. And I'm joined by, and you can decide who's who, the Dennis and the Charlie in this gang. So, Dennis, hi.
2: <laughs> You've absolutely thrown me by changing the script right at the yep. start. Yeah. What? Well, What's I'm it? just going to carry on with what I wrote, which was. 19th century man, child. That's a strange thing to call me.
1: Perfect. <laughs> that's and Charlie, why i called hi? me in the script yeah, this morning, I Sam,
2: and deleted
1: I it. <laughs> in the last minute. And Charlie, hi. Hi. <laughs> no, it's A, Charlie and not D. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely baffling start to the episode, James. Thank yep. you. A reminder that we started this extra special <laughs> Thursday podcast because... Oh, that's all I've got. I've got nothing. Amazing. Amazing. And let's be honest. James makes us do this one for metric reasons. <laughs> I haven't got time for it. I'm exhausted. James hasn't got time either, really. But you know, it's doing this podcast for its self-analysis of his choices. <laughs> Sam's here as well, but you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Perfect. Um, Anyway, the supermarket checkout queue that always includes at least one person who picked up a box of fucking broken eggs of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been from our perspective as people with ADHD and people in the ADHD community, as well as answering questions from that community and talking a little bit more about this week's podcast theme. So, as always, I'll ask you how your week was and nobody will ask me. Sam, how was your week?
0: good work works really really busy it's mental um but mostly because i had a couple of days off to go to ibiza with you for your birthday Mm -hmm. and then i came back and i had a whole day of brainstorming you can't call it that anymore and team building (laughs) when i got back so i've got loads to catch up on but it's really good i like i really loved um i'm connecting with people at work i'm really enjoying it and um, and I'm getting my coaching training back on track which is really good like they I went along to a menopause networking session yesterday which was so good and it was just so good to speak to people with the same kind of things going on as me but I talked openly about my ADHD like how was it just like it was normal and Did it, it was you just, out? <laughs> yeah, it was just really supportive it was just really accepted and there was there was one woman that was saying oh that's interesting because I do this and I'm just going okay yeah maybe you want to have a look at our website and she's going yeah I think I've got a friend that's got ADHD and I'm going maybe you you should look at it as well (laughs) but didn't want to say obviously but it was just it was really supportive and the team building brainstorming day was brilliant as well and I I connected with
2: no, you can't, can't call, call it Because the ADHD too. people don't like it, Sam. <laughs> don't like it, yeah. <laughs> they don't like it.
0: Um, but yeah, I was say completely exhausted afterwards because being around lots of people completely drains me. But I oh, really yeah. love spending time with people because I work on my own, basically. And occasionally, like, I'll have a Zoom call with, with somebody. So it was really nice being in the same thing. And we did a whole puzzle thing that we had to do. And our team won a lot of puzzles. Yeah. So it was all really... a positive and in ibiza we just did what we wanted to do and went to am i talking too much
2: no no i mean mean, no
0: (laughs) yeah we had a really good time and just you know when we were tired we went to bed which is really yeah and 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 connected with people over there that we haven't connected with before either. Like Sarah, who's a fan of the podcast. We met her. That was really nice. Oh. And I had not really spoken at length to Liviana before. And that was lovely. Mm. I had a lovely conversation with Anyway, mm. I could go on and on and on and on and on.
1: We know, James. No. Oh, oh, sorry. It oh yeah. every, you it know. again. But it's good. No, but yeah. that, that's now the running joke. Nobody will the ask you. The running joke is that James thinks ask nobody
2: asks him and you ask mm. him every single fucking exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Anyway, thank you, Sam. So 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 as Sam alluded to, it was my three hundred and fifty-first birthday um at the weekend. And we went to Ibiza for the opening of our favourite hotel. Thank you. My favorite hotel. I favorite hotel well, place. it was a crypt,
2: but call it a hotel if you like. Yes,
1: exactly. Um, and parts of it were wonderful. Sam for my birthday part of my birthday present printed out like a hundred pages worth of messages, which actually I thought were for the it was charity, more but they than were all that. they were all for me. Messages all for me about how not for you, Alex. Um, or messages that mentioned me about opening up about dad, or opening up about my mental health, about how it had helped them, and that re- I was just—it was wonderful to read the first few pages. I obviously haven't read the rest because I've got ADHD. <laughs> yeah. um, we got our nom nom, Alex. Obviously, we got the nomination, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. which yeah. was just, nom nom, which was amazing. We've we've subsequently worked out there's no fucking chance we're going to win it for reasons that might be but that's political. That's fine. Exactly, it's fine. It's just nice yeah. to be. I'm so happy to be nom nom. But, the, <laughs> well, the,
0: freedom, but
1: the thing I want to really <laughs> briefly talk about, and I was this to not really fucking serious, you bastards. Sorry. The thing I wanted to talk about, and it's difficult too, and I'm not going to name names, is when we were in Ibiza for my 351st birthday, we'd booked on uh, my birthday a restaurant. Uh, we booked my friend a restaurant, Lee. Uh, Kate who owns K Passer in Calaboo in Ibiza. And if you get a chance to go, be, best food in Ibiza. Lee's got ADHD and he's helping me set up ADHD yeah. in Ibiza because I haven't got you know enough projects to work on. Yeah. And we, we booked a hobby. table. Exactly, we booked a table for fifteen people, and then on the day, eleven of those fifteen people said, "Yeah, I can't make it, sorry." Um, including people who are genuinely I love and are very close friends to me, and I get it when you're in Ibiza and you know you're partying, etc. And, or you sat around a pool it's difficult to to maybe leave that but it's a bit hard and it, it it's brought up for the first time for me that question of ADHD and friendship which lots of people write in and talk about because I've never really considered you know does it impact my friendship have my actions in the past you know led to this and, and my immediate response was incredibly calm was just okay that's fine but since then, I've started to struggle with that fact. The people that I love and I think that love me, you know, couldn't couldn't leave a pool uh, to to come to a hotel. So it's kind of been a, a weird one. I also impulsively bought a car, um, and I've now got to pay for that and sell my car, which is a bit shit. So, Alex, has your week been? Yeah, really, really interesting. Good. I mean,
2: good. I tend to have good weeks because you know I'm in a place of peaceful wildness, as you know, James. <laughs> and you know, and, and that again is privileged because because growing up working class, I don't struggle financially, and for a lot of people in bec- because of the the cosy live crisis, they struggle, and I don't. But I I think the peaceful wildness. Are you letting cosy live cozy. go? Because,
1: no I was weird. just I was just looking at some I'm sorry it's the cost of living crisis
2: uh.
1: and he's obviously <laughs> came up with a phrase he's thought about a phrase deliberately to wind up. <laughs>
2: yeah, no I don't but yeah I acknowledge in privilege it's still I'm lucky to have peaceful wellness but what I've been really working on is is the negative lens that I have really quite badly um, and and since we did the c- catastrophizing episode, which I've said before, hit me hard. Mm. Ding. I wish it did. Ding. Um, but I, I realized how much I was still doing it. And and, and it's really, really damaging. I, mm. re- my, my wife isn't a telly-offy kind of person, obviously, because she's married to me. But I mean, I would say in 15 years and two kids, she has never told me off. Never. I know. I know. And yet... it's you need telling off. Oh, I mean a lot, or wow. at the very least, like restraining. <laughs> and she, I still have imaginary conversations every day about how I will defend myself from what she's going to say <laughs> about all sorts of weird shit. Like uh, if I, you know, if I spent too much on a, a something like meat as food or something, then I'll. I I don't understand why my brain does it to me. It's a a little shit. Well, I do. I know exactly why it does, obviously, but I don't like it. And I've been working really hard on that. And it helps if you can do it too. The other thing, and I really hate this, but I'm massively externally validated. I get a lot of energy from externally. And a lot of people with ADHD do. I'm not talking about groups. I also am an extrovert, so I do. But, I mean, I'm not very good at doing things just for myself, like a lot of us. And because you two actually took a fucking holiday for yourselves and did it the right way for yourselves, it has increased my mood by 50%. Honestly, <laughs> I've been so much more peaceful knowing that you were in a more peaceful place because I work with you all the time.
1: Not not just because we were away and you didn't have to speak to us. <laughs> uh, I thought that's you that <laughs> right, <didn't> I? <laughs> yeah, That's very true. That is very true.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it makes a massive difference to me that the people I oh, what, what, care oh. about actually fucking look after themselves for once in their idiot lives, oh, no yeah. offence. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, really good, really good week of a little bit of self-discovery, and I'm working with Jack a bit more as well, who I re- really enjoy uh, good talking friend to.
1: Friend of the show, Jack. Yep. The Toblerone, the Toblerone man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, what am is I that a ding? Do? I don't
1: know what that is. No, no, no. It is somebody got that. It, He's the Tolerable Rogue on Instagram, and somebody thought it was the Toblerone. <laughs> the Toblerone guy. Yeah, oh, that is brilliant. Go. I
0: am following the right person, aren't I? The Toblerone man, and I'm going. To
2: <laughs> that is so ADHD and or dyslexia. It's <laughs> beautiful. Mm, it is I do that all the time. That's
1: brilliant. <laughs> Texting in that. Next bit's in blue, Will.
0: He already knows.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's he, there's always enough of a pause, I think. Is he paying attention? Obviously And I do not. it just to annoy you. I know. You like I it. Right, know. as
2: always, what stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing or answer a completely different question? James?
1: Um, obviously, when we were spending time at the lovely Cape, we're not in the pocket of big Cape Asa in Calaboo and Ibiza, <laughs> but when we were yeah. at the restaurant, having a genuinely lovely time with a smaller group of people, um, I obviously impulsively agreed to set up a website for them. So, you know, um, ordered the domain name, started getting the website, started asking them to send stuff through, because again, not enough projects, not enough things to do. Happen? Uh, it just happened um and that means that obvi- listen i i fucking lovely and i love yeah, every- everyone at that restaurant and i love the fact that i can help somebody because i can set up a website but again just impulsively saying yeah that'll be done before the end of the week <laughs> is, what I, is what I've been doing when, you know, we're meant to be writing a book and we're meant to be doing other stuff etc, so yeah what about you, Samantha? Oh
0: uh, I've done loads of shitty things, forgot loads of things this week, I think um, I I left can- Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, so I, yeah, <laughs> Um, I ordered um, a load of cakes with James's face on um, and some with Lorraine's face on as well because it was her birthday as well um, for um, James's birthday and every year I take a load of cakes over and he forgets that I do the same thing every year and decorations and everything but I'd ordered the cakes to come a week too late so as i was packing i was like hang on the cakes haven't arrived yet and then checked and they arrived yesterday Ooh. so we were eating you got a bit, load yeah. of cake so we've got a load of cakes yeah um i right. put the wrong reg in for the airport parking <laughs> i put my old car in which had sold ages in fact it's been scrapped ages ago but for some reason my brain decided that was the reg so obviously yeah that was a bit difficult um yeah, when I went to pole, I left my keys in the car and and came back and couldn't find them anywhere and then realized that the car was open and the keys were just inside the car. I've left my favorite coat somewhere. I don't know where, somewhere in Ibiza, I think. Um, And I'm going to stop now because there's loads more, but I've done, yeah, been doing loads of stuff that Oh, no, I haven't answered the question, as usual, have
1: I? No. I AD, AD, no AD, well, ADHD stuff, yeah, you've got the date wrong on the cakes and you've got the... the. That's all quite inattentive. Making careless mistakes is um, diagnostic point one of the inattentive... It's not
0: question, though, is I it? Mean, it is,
2: but it's not a question. New Alex? Uh, still on woodpeckers, obviously. I was <laughs> quite surprised no. by that. I thought that would have died by now. But a uh, climbing frame in the garden for the kids, which I'm going to be using because oh, it's brilliant. higher. I can see... <gasps> bird spotting a flat like, cemented it in over. and everything yeah yeah it's oh. got a little it's got slide it little got on hat it? On. It
0: got monkey bars i
2: Jeez. haven't put them up yet but i'm gonna do that it's got a little like climbing wall and um oh, i've also uh, uh, sort of started and accidentally started a new business because i needed a hobby with um oh what's his name james with james yes yes and uh, where we, we, we want to do psychoeducation, uh, not just us, but help other people do online psychoeducation, working with, with our friend, William. I've been practicing seed talks, but um, somebody said, James, to me this week. So being a psychopath, I bloody love awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Sam, someone that I was chatting to a friend said, oh, and it's wonderful you do those seed talks and you must make a lot of money for the charity. Oh, 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 no, actually, that's our company. We get that, we spend that on
1: sweets.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was really awkward. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So that's what I've been doing. Woodpeckers until you get bored with that.
1: Amazing.
0: Okay, thank you for that, both. We're going to take a break now and we'll be back in part two with questions and thoughts from the adult ADHD. Community ADHD adult community UK community. <sighs> do Flawless. so well.
1: Flawless. Alex. Hi.
2: Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor.
1: Jesus. Jesus.
2: Yeah. Welcome back to part three of episode one hundred and three of part the ADHD. Part two, yeah. Flawless. <laughs> 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 As always, we're taking questions from the James Discard community. Oh, say, Pick up everybody no from the at the ADHD adults, but you can always talk to us on Instagrams and the Twitters while it still exists. Straight into it. First question from the G-Man on Discard. Um, mm-hmm. Is red button disorder an ADHD thing? So when I first read this, I panicked because I feel like I have to know everything. And then he wrote... Basically, just made that up. But mm-hmm. is the compulsion to press a red button even though you shouldn't an ADHD thing? So I was pleased with that. Uh, Sam, what do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. We always were impulsive, and we want to do things that we're not supposed to do. Ding, James.
1: Um, t- well, technically, yeah. If you look at um, impulsiveness. And if you look at inhibition is a big part of ADHD in terms of how a psychology. So the brain, the brain somebody with ADHD can struggle to inhibit distractions from our attention. So a lack of inhibition or internal breaks can affect our attentiveness. But equally, a lack of inhibition can affect our actions. And there are a couple of ways you can test this. But we know that both um, kind of proactive inhibition or, or future inhibition and also reactive inhibition So reacting to something that happens is difficult for us. Even if somebody says there's a red button in that room next door, don't press it. And you know, when you go into the room, there's a red button. We might struggle to control the urge to press it. And equally, if you walk into a room not knowing there's a red button and you see a red button again, we might lack the inhibition to not press that red button. So I think this, if if it is a thing, is probably tied into that lack of inhibition and impulsivity. But Alex will probably disagree with me. I do. I'm going to say no.
2: Ah. I, caveat that with oh. it. i could imagine that maybe on average we're more likely to
1: mm.
2: but you know the risk problem in adhd as james always points out and these little yeah. talks he does that mm. it, we aren't that. always taking risks people with adhd we're less able to measure risk properly ah. so and because of the impulsiveness we might do things mm. that we know are stupid but As somebody who is at the very extreme risk-averse end, as James knows, all of the best things that have ever happened to me is because James risked it and I just tagged (laughs) along like a pathetic little lamb because I don't... And and the things I've said, James, we are not... We are not doing that. And James has gone, I'm doing it anyway. I
1: I can remember once asking Alex if spending um, £12 (laughs) a month of my money... So that, so that the charity could use the Google Workspace thing. And he said, "Oh, I don't know about this. We need to look into it. My money.
2: I know. I know. And, and I, don't, I, I, don't, I do know where it comes from. It's because I don't measure risk properly. And I do have a tendency mm. to take really, even growing up, I did really, really stupid things because I didn't know. I didn't measure the risk, so I think I've sort of trained myself to always just immediately say no, but oppositional defiance. So I do not press red buttons. I don't do stuff like that. I And, and I'm a bit of a psychopath, so I don't, I don't care. It's not my button. It's not my It's not my drowning person.
0: But then that <laughs> so, would make me press it.
2: Yeah, I know. And what I'm saying is I think that's personality more than ADHD.
0: Ah, oh, oh okay. Be, except...
2: For, Except for what James said about the impulsivity, so I suspect yeah. on average we are more likely to, but it's certainly not a universal factor because risk problems of ADHD aren't risk, aren't that we always take uh, risks. It's Not universal. It's that we don't yeah. measure risks yeah. properly. That was that was my brilliant question, James. Have you got one for us?
1: I have. Yeah, question two is from Lifu Lifu on discard. Yeah, it says, uh, "Hello, I broke my ankle and stuck at home." To recover, finding it a challenge to figure out how to manage, you know, work, where I should stay, etc. And basically just delaying all decisions until next week. My question though is about the Ritalin or methylphenidate. I'm not really doing anything. Do I still take it? I can't ask the psychiatrist because I've got no way to contact her and my GP is slammed like every doctor everywhere. Any ideas? Thanks. So, Alex, continue taking Ritalin when you've got kind of nothing to do, but you're at home. It's a really great, great Ooh. question. It, you know, it took me quite a while to realise that I, or
2: I mainly take my meds. So I, I take them almost every day. I, I, but I, I used to think, oh, I've got a weekend off with the family. I won't take them, and that was the stupidest thing I ever did because then I ruined my. T- <laughs> you know, I got really distracted. I got domestic anxiety. I'd get drunk. I'd, I'd hit every. I didn't. No, I didn't. I, 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 I but I was. You know, I was. Use- when I was using substances, I would, I'd need them more. So actually I find I need them more when I haven't got tasks to plan my days. If, I've got, if I want to take a medication holiday, I'll do it on a really full work day. Uh, when I'm working with you two, absolute nightmares, because it's always high energy. I get a lot of reward from our conversations and what we do together. ding. Um, <laughs> and we'll, we'll vomit. Um, and so yeah, I, I, it's a personal decision. Ooh. Absolutely personal decision. Be aware that side effects can restart up again if you take a medication holiday. Uh, I tend not to advise anybody take one unless they really know a lot about medicine or talk to their mental health team first. But I find that I need them more when I haven't got tasks, not less. Sam?
0: Yeah, I um, and I've spoken about this. Every time I've taken a break from my... And it's not <laughs> Ritalin I'm on, it's amphetam- amphetamine, But every time I've taken a break... It's really not worked out well for me because I forget as well that for me, the Lizdex doesn't just help me focus. It helps my mood. Um, so my mood can take a bit of a nose dive if I'm off meds for too long. But then also starting back up again, I have to remember that I've got to do it gradually because I tick like a motherfucker if I just go straight back up to 70 milligrams.
2: Yes. Can I ask a question? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sam and I know that you don't necessarily we wouldn't there's no way to know exactly but is it how do you feel about the idea that your mood might be improved because you're feeling better about yourself because you can do the tasks rather than it being a d- direct mood stabilizer
0: ah that's possible
2: because it seems to have both factors involved mm-hmm. in it some people don't find it helps with anxiety depression some people do but yeah. it does have a serotonin thing, which is, you know, a bit.
1: It, it, <clears throat> it was the first thing I noticed. Um, obviously, nobody's asked me yet, I don't think. But it was the first thing I noticed yeah. when I started oh, yeah. taking Lizdex was mood and motivation. So I wasn't doing more in terms of engagement and, in tasks, but I kind of wanted to. And I was happier.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if that's the same for Ritalin. But,
1: yeah, um... no, it doesn't, doesn't increase serotonin, does it, Al?
0: No,
2: it doesn't. But there are dopaminergic and adrenaline yeah. reasons for low mood, mm-hmm. such as feeling shit about yourself because you can't finish a task. But mm. so it... well,
0: you're right. Having nothing to do is the worst time.
2: Oh, it is. Oh, like
0: That's when you need meds, isn't it? When you've got fuck all to do.
2: It is, yeah. Yeah.
0: So right, okay. Keep, keep
2: going, Lee Fowl, if the side effects aren't too bad for you. I really would.
0: Okay, I've got a question. Oh, James.
1: I mean, yeah, you could. I mean, you could ask. Ask you. <laughs> no, yes, you could ask me. Yes, You could ask me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I, this is a really important question that we get asked a lot about at the talks and on the podcast is, should I take it every day? Should I take a medication holiday? Should I not mm-hmm. take it at weekends? And the, 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 because we're an evidence-based organisation, there's really fuck-all evidence about the efficacy, the safety, etc. of taking medication holidays what we know is the long-term adherence to medication isn't great so after 5 years the vast majority of people stop taking medication this might be because the stimulants actually cause on a microanatomical scale the brain to be rewired and that improvements yeah and that improvements in brain function might mean you don't need meds after 5 years it might be that actually you can you can cope better and you don't have those deficits or it could be that you forget to take them disengage etc but in terms of medication holidays, such as you're at home, you're not got to do work, and therefore, should I take a break? It's a personal thing. I yeah. do take some medication holidays at Christmas because I want to eat loads of food because obviously speed stops me from from eating so much. Oh, I know. And, and, and but generally, I take it other than that every day, including weekends. It's Me a personal too. choice. But as Sam said, it's important to acknowledge mm. that if you do stop a reengaging in a task, even taking medication can be difficult. And B, it's often at the start of retaking meds, side effects tend to happen. So try and almost like retitrate yourself in or start at a lower dose. Mm. Thanks for asking, Sam.
0: The dime I was meant to ask, I didn't. I'm sorry about that. Yes. Um, Right, I've got a question apparently. Um, Mm. Oh, it's written to me.
2: Mm. Unbelievable.
0: Oh, I remember Mm. this one. James has put the questions in. He's been doing this a little bit, actually. Dear Sam, I discovered your podcast last year (laughs) (laughs) when I was diagnosed at age fifty-three. I'm now aware that my entire family, from parents and siblings right down to my adult children,
2: are ADHD. What? Like down to my children, I really like that. (laughs) Just as an afterthought.
0: OK, um, although we all manifest differently, it's clear we're all emotionally immature. I believe that emotional intelligence is the key to a well-lived life. And I think that ADHD may make us more emotionally immature. After watching and listening to James and Alex for nearly 100 episodes, it's clear that they've got the combined emotional IQ of a toddler in spite of their <laughs> obvious intelligence. As it's very obvious that you're the only one who has any I'm yeah. writing to you in hopes that you can address this issue. Yes, you can use my name, as I am most likely your only US listener. Thanks for your time, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> Amazing.
2: That was brilliant, uh, wasn't it?
0: Does ADHD make us more emotionally <laughs> immature? That's good
2: question.
1: There is, there is, some, Bruce, there is, there is, there is, there is, some evidence. There actually is some evidence. And again, remember that science is about, on average, you take a big group of people, you measure something, and you look at what the mean or the average is. There is some evidence, not from great studies, not massive, that um, emotional intelligence, yeah, good one, emotional intelligence may be reduced in some people with ADHD. But that doesn't mean we all have reduced emotional intelligence. Al? And does it Hi.
0: differ between sexes?
1: I am not aware of that because this was not a deep dive into uh, the material. This was really quickly looking because I put that question and thought i better
2: <laughs> an answer. But probably not, actually, because the, the, remember that a, a, part, a big part of what ADHD is, is a delayed onset of brain mm. maturity. And even when it is mature, it still hasn't wired properly together. Mm. So that's why we have it forever. So it's o- almost certainly not a... Um, not a, there isn't a gender difference here almost certainly i would add a really important caveat Go and on. that is immaturity and intelligence are not opposites i like being immature i i, th- I think i have a, a certain Physical. level of emotional intelligence certainly cognitive intelligence i understand about emotions rather than you know feel any but <laughs> i'm i'm also pretty fucking childlike with them and but I don't. I I think that's all right. I don't think that that's necessarily a problem. Yeah, when but everybody else does, room, Alex. Orange, no, of course not. No, James <laughs> is about to say your victims certainly don't.
1: <laughs> I well, certain, can now, Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's a really good. It's a really good question, yeah, uh, is. Michelle. Thank you, and me, so meanly put as well, which I also like.
1: <laughs> Combined nice. as well. Com- Mind emotional intelligence of a toddler. Did you did you answer this, Sam? Do you have any thoughts?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really understand emotional intelligence. To be honest,
1: is that because you've got too much empathy?
0: Is that that's what the... emotional intelligence <laughs> is? I don't. Really, what I'm saying is, I don't know what emotional intelligence is.
2: Yeah, there's different types. That's why we're back to metacognition here again. Um, so it's right. about understanding what emotions are and how they act how they affect us and how they affect other people. That So it is a combination of the two different types of empathy, like knowing what people feel and feeling what people feel, but also sort of the academic side of what emotions are and how they affect everybody, including ourselves. So it's a really, really good question.
0: Oh, yeah. I think. Do you think maybe because we feel we have emotional dysregulation and RSD, do you think we're more... Aware that other people might have those issues.
1: So
2: that is such a good question. I, I think Sam. I am.
1: Oh, Sam, you're giving. Oh, no, Sam, your like questions are great. Oh, Sam, that's such a good question. You, Listen to the, the Sam and Alex loving you know, podcast. I
2: thing. I'm just ignoring him, Sam, because he, you know, you know, I he had his little holiday, and you now he's all full of he's full <laughs> of spunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it Goofys or Mickey Mouse's? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no, but I thing.
0: think if you, you know, if you struggle with something yourself, I think it makes you more aware of that in other people. That's what I'm
2: saying. Well, this is why the controversy of the superpower ADHD is a bit is is rot is, is isn't sometimes wrong is because it is an advantage, growing up and thinking about ADHD. But it isn't a biological one, is it? It's it's the muscly arms because you use a wheelchair kind of advantage. And I think right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut up, Alex. Right, that's
0: enough, Al. Um, let's take a break and we'll be back in part three with thoughts on this week's theme and
2: podcast. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, Alex, welcome back to episode 103 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, part three.
0: 103.
1: We... <sighs> Famous darts call, obviously, where we ask the same couple of questions. So first of all, what made you choose the last theme Last idea for a theme. I'm going to ask myself that question first oh. because
2: asked because
1: that. I I chose the theme by mistake. When we had the documentary crew come in and film us, they said oh, we'd like to film you doing a podcast, and we got Alex obviously involved, but they actually wanted us to, to film us doing a podcast, so we had to have a script. And I thought, fucking out. So in five minutes, I rushed upstairs and, and typed out the, like the psychoeducation bit. Or part of the psychoeducation bit. And then I thought, actually, this is a really fucking good subject. We need to talk about this. So that's my, my reason.
0: Yeah. And Alex? we just did it because you wrote the script.
2: Yeah, I wanted to do the psychedelics one because it's <laughs> going to be really interesting and controversial.
0: What about you, Sam? Oh, we're all getting <laughs> bored of this now, aren't we? Yeah. I, I have no editorial rights in this podcast. I don't choose what we do. I don't choose anything. I barely look at the script. Was there any thought or tip from the theme that you forgot to say, Alex?
2: Yeah, actually. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so despite what um, Borat's slightly weird brother always says, <laughs> if you know your psych- famous psychologists, I don't think that there is a, Major difference, I mean, it's not like an opinion, my scientific opinion is that I don't think that there is a, a significant biological difference between females and males in terms of their brain, well, actually, and body, apart from reproductive and, and um, sexual preference. I think that the differences that are very evident in men and women, in adults, come from the constant cultural and social pressure and changes that happen. To our brains, then the sort of senescence and pruning that happens to our brains. I think we're very, very similar. I have been criticized for that in the past, like I'm trying to be wokey or you know politically correct, but that's not true. It's based on fMRIs and some of the brilliant work from professors like um, Gina Rippon and, and other people. They seem to be the same and then they change because we force them to change culturally, and that means that most, I think most of these differences we see in men and women we've accidentally forced on ourselves. Mm. Um, So I I would really like it if we could start to be a bit less gendered, you know, really early in our lives. And I've noticed the words I use with my daughters are different to the ones I use with my sons because I'm a, a fucking victim of my own culture, right? Oh, there's me lovely, sweetie darling. And I did that a bit with the boys, but less so, I think, less... Princessy, so I really—that's the thing—is I think a lot of it is cultural. What about you, Sam?
0: Yeah, thinking about that, I was a real tomboy growing up. All my, all my mates were lads, and we used to go and build dens. My mum would dress me up in like knee-high socks and a dress, and I'd just come back covered in shit and nettle stings. Not
1: a shell suit.
0: And a shell suit. Yeah, I had
2: a shell suit as
0: well. Yeah. Well, I well I had a date, you see, so. My birthday shell suit, my mum let me have it earlier so I could go on a date. Did
2: you have a Garfield t-shirt at the same time?
0: (laughs) No. Um, But one thing I'd say is, uh, yeah, you were saying that, you know, there's not a lot of difference between us. The one difference I would say is hormones. Hormones affect ADHD massively, like Hmm. wildly. So when you are going through adolescence, when you're menstruating, you know, my whole cycle... Massively affects my ADHD. And like I've said before, I forget that every single month. And it has, what were you going to say, James?
1: um First of all, I was going to say, no shit. Um, and then I was also going to say, when he said, I forget it, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so bear that. So one difference that we do have to look out for is hormones. When I was saying before that everything goes mm. to shit in perimenopause, you know, it does. But also, Pregnancy, I'd imagine. I don't know. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, no,
2: definitely.
0: Yeah, so I think any fluctuation in hormones is going to have a massive effect on your ADHD, and I don't think men's hormones fluctuate as much. I know there's a gradual decline,
2: but the not. Andra, um, Paul, so I've it. just yeah. been accurately psychosocial Biologied, corrected mm. by Mrs. By, ADHD. By Mrs.
1: ADHD. <laughs> Amazing.
0: <laughs> That'll never happen again, will it? Oh,
1: Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing.
0: What about you, James?
1: So I, I was thinking, actually, in between episodes, in the, the 12 seconds we had in between recording episodes, I, I thought a lot about this. And I think it's really important to point out that life is not a zero-sum game. Life is not like a piece of cake. And if you get less, someone else gets more. So, so women struggle enough. And I've talked about this. Men stand up for them. Men stand up for other men because you don't Ooh. lose out. By standing up for them. <clears throat> if someone else gets support, you don't get less support. And I think sometimes people maybe don't realise that that it's you know, you're not diminishing your experience or support or social standing by standing up for other people. So let's let's help each other out.
0: That's true, and the other way around as well. You know, women yeah, are really yeah. good at supporting each other. We need to support men too. Because yeah. they're shit. Yeah. They're really, really shit. shit.
2: Yeah. Really Alex. terrible. I just wondered whether men standing up for the men is a ding. And I wasn't sure whether... whether yeah, I it that to I think, yeah, I think I it is. You can it have is. it. I
1: think it is. You can have that one, Alex. Yeah, definitely.
2: Thank you. Right. That was... Oh, no. Before I say that, I'm just going to say this thing. If you are a man or anybody else and you can't openly speak about this, talk privately. And if you haven't got someone, talk privately to us. Just say, hmm. can, I, can I just suggest something? You don't have to announce it. You don't have to come out as ADHD. You can just... Nudge us a little bit and we will ask you what's going on and we'll tell you all sorts of shit about our lives because I don't regret anything I've said about my ADHD to anyone. I don't know if either of you two do.
1: No.
0: I can't remember
1: anything Course
2: I've not. said. No, indeed. <laughs> so please do. That's what we're here for. That was episode 103 of the ADHD Adults. And it was the first ever Thursday extra edition of the ADHD Adults podcast. Oh, after the 102nd one oh, And <laughs> it was after Monday's one on ADHD Men and women if you like this sort of Nonsense probably you don't and want to get involved Contact us on the socials Discord's a great place to meet At the ADHD adults though on Twitter and Instagram As well have a really lovely weekend Goodbyes Bye Clacks <laughs> on, clacks on, clacks on, clacks Sugar warning, clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on, clacks on.